When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Hope you're all well. I am. Ah, oh, buzzing, buzzing, buzzing. I hope you're all good. Hope you all enjoyed that yesterday. Beating Spurs, yes. Come on, get in there. A game. I saw a good friend of mine, Dan from Burkham Underland Podcast, tweeted out, "Great, we beat Spurs. Anything else is a bonus." Um, and I think he's absolutely right. So, so important that we beat them yesterday. Uh, and to do it at home, absolutely fantastic. I'm sure you all enjoyed it as much as I did and as much as we did. Um, a great a great weight lifted off the shoulders. I've, I was worrying about that all week, all week long. Dan, how are you? Very well, mate. The trip to the dentist is now over and it all went well, because that is the only thing I can, uh, the only analogy I can compare a North London derby is to go to the dentist. You just want it to be over and it all to go well. And that is exactly what happened yesterday, mate. So I am still buzzing. I've got a week off work as well, which is great because I have to use some leave up. So I'm going to sit there and try and win some money on Cheltenham this week and enjoy the North London derby result all week, mate. And I'm just going to let it drag out. Absolutely. And why not? Because if, it, if, if that other lot had won, they'd be doing the same thing. Mr. Mark, he's back. How are you, sir? Yeah, man. Good. Nothing nothing to not be happy about after after that sort of weekend, is there? Do you know what I mean? That is and I had cheese on toast last night. Very, very well done. <laughs> I saw it. It looked it, it, it looked very nice, I have to say. It it was a little bit burnt, judges, I got to be yeah. honest. But yeah. um, you know, just like somebody's fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Judges, are you uh, are, are, are you happy about yesterday's result? Yeah, listen, I'm, I'm gonna, you know, I might nod off in this uh, in this today. I'm really sorry, like, because um, I've had a late night. You know, I stayed up till four o'clock in the um, in the uh, in the morning, like, just uh, you know, not just watching the game. I just had, um, you know, uh, Joe Jose Mourinho's um, interview just on rewind all the time. It just it was absolutely wonderful. And to make it worse, you know, make it even better, um, 
I then had Jermaine Genus's like one on as well. Like, and I'll tell you what, I haven't laughed so much since like uh, Lauren Hardy films. You know what I mean? Unbelievable. Like, you know, it was just, just so, so, you know, it was com- comedy gold it was. And then I thought today I'd get up early and go fishing. And that's what I've been. I've been fishing today. Like, fishing. I have caught loads of Spurs fans in my net and I love it. Absolutely love it. Brilliant stuff. Brilliant stuff. Good evening to you all in the chat box. We hope you are all well. Good evening to you and good morning and good afternoon if you're listening to an audio or you're watching us back on YouTube for a couple of quick shout outs. Good evening to you, Pids. Happy birthday. I believe it was your birthday uh, over the weekend and someone's put in here. Can we give you a shout out? So happy birthday to you and happy, happy birthday, birthday to Liam. Happy birthday to Liam. He's 40th birthday tomorrow. What a beautiful 40th birthday present, Liam. Mm. What a beauty of a present. Happy birthday, Liam. Dan, let's start with you, mate. The North London derby. Um, I thought Arsenal was superb. All through up until Tottenham scored a goal. And I'm thinking, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. We're gonna, this is going to happen again. We're going to have all the ball. We're going to have all the chances. We should have put three away ourselves. And now we are 1-0 down. Talk to me about your afternoon yesterday, mate. It was superb, mate. Um, me and Mark started it together. I went and uh, left him with the kids while I went and watched the uh, <laughs> when I watched the North London derby uh, with my old man. And I must admit, when we saw the team news, we were a little bit shocked with the Aubameyang situation, which I won't go into because I'm sure we'll touch on that later. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was just all it was. Really, it was a bit like what's happened there. Um, looked at the rest of the lineup and wasn't too frustrated. Was quite happy to see Cedric ahead of better, really, if I'm honest with you. Was okay with the back line and was never really know what centre-half pairing he's going to go with. But I was happy with that because I think both Luis and Gabriel have been performing well of late. Um, no shocks in the midfield. And for me, good to see Willian on the bench because I don't think he's done enough of late. I know he's been better, but I don't think he's done enough to get a start for the North London derby. So as far as the team news was concerned, without Aubameyang, obviously Lacazette came in and it was okay. Um, the first five minutes of it, Craig, if I'm honest with you, Saka and Cedric down that right were causing Regulon a lot of problems in the first mm. five, ten minutes. And then it switched and Tierney and Smith Rowe, who I wasn't a fan of, by the way, Smith Rowe, playing on this left-hand side. But he was absolutely outstanding in the first half. I mean, I thought he was our best player. Him and Tierney, absolutely superb. All over him, dominate him, don't we? Hit the crossbar with Smith Rowe's shot, hit the post. And then what do they do? Go down and score a Bonner. Um, which for me, I mean, listen, you sometimes have got to put your hands up and you say, I don't think anyone could have done anything about that. It was a great finish from Lemela. Um, and then what does he do? He goes and gets himself sent off, which is absolutely brilliant when you do right, something yeah. so great like that. Absolutely hilarious. <laughs> um, we get ourselves back into the game and then, you know, we can discuss later whether you think it was a penalty or not. But overall, the performance, Craig, wasn't just the individuals for me. It was the work rate off the ball. I thought there was a lot of running, particularly in our midfield. I thought Erdegaard, for me, man of the match performance. He was outstanding, particularly in the second half. And Smith Rowe, both of them two, look quite similar when they're kind of up here, kind of zooming out from the play. They look, I sometimes have to look and say, who is that? Is that Smith Rowe or Erdegaard? Which one is it? They're very similar on the ball. Um, very similar style. Massive, massive fan of them both and I weren't so sure if they could both play in the same team Craig but certainly proved me wrong yesterday I thought they were both of them absolutely outstanding Lacazette took a while to come into the game if I'm honest with you I thought he had a poor first half and was fine in the second but I just want to bring up something that I don't think was mentioned at all in this game that I think was so so great and so brilliant which was Pepe's pass to Lacazette for that oh yeah now 
I'm sorry, but if that's messy, we're going on about that all week. That pass, the precision, the the technique, the pace, and yeah, the, the pace, pace and yeah, ability yeah, yeah. of that ball, and the initiative to see actually the keeper's giving it to me here. I can see my striker right on. First time pass. That was one of the best passes I have seen. Period in an Arsenal shirt. It was absolutely superb, and no one went on about it, you know, because it was always also so much to talk about, obviously. But I look at the quality of this lad sometimes, and he is probably one of the technically one of the best players at the club, Pepe. I really believe that, and I just want to see him get game time now. I was a bit frustrated not to see him. I thought he should have started. Obviously, the players had a great game, and it didn't matter anyway. But I just want to see him push on now, Pepe, because I was quite impressed when he came on. He caused a lot of havoc. That pass was absolutely outstanding and one that no one really mentioned so much. So I've got to give him praise for that. Um, and of course, lastly, overall, <laughs> we tried to do what we always do and make it hard for ourselves at the end. I thought Thomas Party looked leggy, uh, was giving away the ball and giving away fouls, which nearly got him back into the game. But overall, Craig, we thoroughly deserved the win. We dominated the game, dominated the ball. And I think if we would have come away with anything other than three points, it would have been just not deserved at all because I, I thoroughly, thoroughly felt we deserved that. And I was surprised by Tottenham's tactics, if I'm honest with you, because a lot of people said, oh, they'll sit back and let us have the ball. And that's what they usually do. But of the last few games, they haven't been doing that. And I thought that if Jose would have done his homework, he would have known that put pressure and go high intensity against Arsenal, they will make errors. And they didn't want to do it. They were happy for us to have the ball. When they went, got the goal, like you, Craig, I thought, here we go. This is going to be 1-0 now. They're going to part the bus. And we left, We carried on and carried on and carried on. And I think we thoroughly deserved the win. So I'm a happy bunny. And uh, we move on to uh, Olympiacos. Absolutely. Mark, I remember a couple of weeks ago, you said that, you know, what was the point of bringing in Odegaard? Mm, um, I'm glad you brought have that you, up. Have you, <laughs> <laughs> have you uh, is your mind changed at all? Well, first of all, I was asked if I was excited about Odegaard coming in. And at the time, no, I wasn't. And the reason I wasn't was because he was a lad who hadn't really done an awful lot for me. And, and I don't, I, I still stand by the fact that I don't like um, the fact that we've took a player on loan who we are giving game time to, who has pushed Smith Rowe out of position for me, although he's doing very well on the left-hand side, and he did start his career as a winger, as Freddie Lundberg enlightened us to yesterday, um, that this we haven't got an option to buy this lad. So all, all the while that his stock is going up and up and up, he's becoming more and more unaffordable to Arsenal Football Club, in my opinion. So great point. It's, 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 that's why I wasn't excited about it, because you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. If he turns up here and he's a pile of dump, then we don't want him. And if he turns up here and he sets the world alight, Real Madrid are going to quite happily take him back. So that, this is my issue with loans without the option to buy. So that's why I wasn't excited, because Arsenal Football Club, in my opinion, should be bigger than that. But having said that, what a fantastic talent he is. You know, I can totally understand why Arteta's got him in. He's, he's majestic on the ball, isn't he? But I still, I still, I still, you know, he's, he's, and he's, now he's adding goals, you know, that's two in two, isn't it? You know, and, yeah. um, uh, but Smith, I, I, Smith Rowe for me, you know, I so, I felt so sorry for him because that shot, that hit the crossbar. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was the thing of beauty, wasn't it? And and how that would have set alight a North London derby. What a way that would have been for him to get his first Premier League goal. You mm. know, it'd probably be 
against Burnley away on a rainy night tapping now. But, you know, that would have been something, something unbelievable. I guess that doesn't matter how it comes, does it? But that would have been something else. But to answer your question, I'm glad we've got him. Uh, and I hope, I hope to God that we can, we can keep a hold of him. Uh, and, um, maybe time down, you know, and he's talking, he's making some sounds. We, we understand if it is to be believed that he feels like he's at home and maybe he made the wrong decision all them years ago when he, he chose Real Madrid over us. Um, maybe he's now thinking, you know, this could be the place for me and, and player power does, does have a little bit to do with it. Real Madrid might want to keep him now, but mm. he might say, well, you didn't give me my chance. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to come back. So, yeah. you know, I would say that. But And a couple of sh- birthday shout-outs before you move on is for uh, Pids and for Aaron's Demela. So it's uh, birthdays in the group chat. So happy birthday to you guys. Happy birthday to you all. Happy birthday to you all. Uh, yeah, Odegaard, God, he's a player that I hope we can keep. I hope we can keep hold of him. I want to sign him on. I definitely want to sign him. Um, fantastic. Man, like Dan says, man of the match yesterday. Judges, how did your afternoon go in the Towers? Well, very, very good. First and foremost, you know, it's always great to beat them, but to afterwards to get a free delivery of McDonald's come down like that was that was lovely. Like, you know what I mean? Like a, a Big Mac. What'd you uh, get? Grand, grand Big Mac I had, like, and I absolutely Ooh. loved it. Like, you know I mean? <laughs> a grand, a grand Big Mac. A grand, a grand, a grand, a grand, a grand, Lovely it was, so like, just that was half, Just a half a lemonade to go with that, though. It was, uh, yeah, I, I had a... Uh, <laughs> That's not very nice. No, I had a. I thought I'd be I'd be uh, right up there today and go all the way out, and I had a, a large diet coke as well. Though, you know what I mean? Whoa, <laughs> yeah. I wonder you didn't get to sleep till four. Oh no, no, I was I was buzzing night. <laughs> you know, and I've, I've had me dinner me dinner today, so like which I was going to have last. Oh, it's been a great day, isn't it? Like, you know, so uh, yeah, so I had a great day. I, I don't like those games. I'm going to be honest. I don't like those games. I don't. Um, they, they, they emotionally they they get to me. I, I have to say, like you know, and uh, but it's very very difficult. I don't. Enjoy, that, that, hopefully, that is the last time I ever have to watch a North London derby uh, in front of a TV screen. You know what I mean? Like, I'll, I'll be able to go uh, because those watch-alongs. It's just it's just not for me on a, on a, on a um, on a North London derby. But uh, we've got the result, guys. You know what I mean? And um, <clears throat> you know, I. Um, our first win against them uh, since lockdown, like you know, we've the, the other two games have been um, been at uh, Tottenham's ground and we've lost from both of them. So it was nice to get the win. Uh, I, I thought that we was we we played really well. If you want to go, if you want to, if you want to be honest, you know, we should have been three 0 up before they scored. Chances again missed, but I will say this, you know, um, <clears throat> David Louise, I thought played really really well. Um, Gabriel has come back. Uh, after after that Benfica game, I think that you know maybe he did get dropped and that that that's kicked his you know to kick up the old uh, backside he needed because he was superb. I then got to say that um, <clears throat> the two midfield players. Yes, I know that Dan um, uh, mentioned part. He refused to he refuses to mention Granite Xhaka. You know what I mean? It was absolutely outstanding as well alongside him. Uh, I, I I felt that the last ten minutes. I don't, maybe like because of Thursday night and the travelling and all that, I think it took its toll a little bit because we took Smith Rowe off. We, uh, a party, um, you know, and, and expected to really like run out, uh, run out of gas. And also Lacazette did. 
you know, the, the work rate that they've done. But from, and probably Odegaard as well. Now, what I like about Odegaard is not only is he a quality player, like some of his football yesterday was brilliant, but his work rate yesterday was absolutely different class. Now, when people turn around and say, oh, you've got to have this player at number 10, a, a luxury player. He, he is a luxury player, but he's prepared to work hard as well and do the, do, do the dirty stuff as well. And I'm a big fan of his now because of that. Like, you know, I thought he was brilliant yesterday. But what, what we are now is a completely different side to what we was uh, when we played them the first time. And that was that was the interesting thing for me because I see a complete difference. Uh, what, and what I mean by that was that when we played them at White Hart Lane uh, before Christmas, we could still be out there now the way we was playing. We wouldn't have scored. But yesterday, because of Oligar, because of Smith Rowe in the team, we, we 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 was coming from all angles. It was fantastic. The, you know, the, the left-hand side, poor old, um, what's his name, Doherty, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, I know he's an Arsenal fan, but my life, you know what I mean? He didn't know what I, to do. I, Agent Matthew? Oh, I, I, well, could be. Because he, <laughs> he, he, what was great about it was that when uh, Smith Rowe dropped, if he, if he went with Smith Rowe, then there was the, the the gap from behind, and, and Tierney went into it and, and, and roasted him. And if he then actually stayed and thought, oh, I'll, I'll stay here, like, and Smith Rowe drops in, he, then the ball was going into Smith Rowe, and, and he was then having a field day. I think honestly they um, they um, targeted that, and so um, and that is why I have got some some new decorations in my uh, in my background because I have decided that um, I am now Mikel Arteta in. After oh, that. wow. You know, and uh, I have now come off the fence. I believe I'm seeing progress in the manager and what I see yesterday. I know it was against the poor, poor man's team, poor Spurs team, and it was against the poor, poor Spurs team. I will say that. But I watched a fantastic performance against Leicester when we totally dominated the team in the top, um, in the, uh, <clears throat> in the top four away from home. I haven't seen that for a very, very long while. And then I um I, I, I see what I see yesterday. Brilliant result in, in midweek as well on the Thursday free goal. So uh Mikel, long it may continue, my Spanish friend. Long may it continue. Well, well, well that's a complete surprise to me. Lee, welcome to the dumb and dumber and dumber uh, Judges club. has left me. Judges has completely yeah. screwed me over there. He's I left me right on my own. He's there, flip-flopped up there. Up there like, you know. now, Craig, I'm not. Um, I'm not. Um, I have actually not. What, the, the thing when you were dumber and dumber is you turned around and said that you was going to get top four. That was what you yeah. two turned around. So and we, said. Still we, still, we, we still might. We still might. Mathematically possible. It's mathematically possible. <laughs> Well, listen, I'll, I'll have a I'll bit tell of you what, Craig, like, you know what I mean? But uh, I'll tell you what, if we get top four, I'm, I'm buying you, I, I'm going to send you down to Harley Street for a wig transplant and on me, like, you know what right. I mean? Get top I'll, four, keep you, right? I'll keep you to that. Yeah, okay, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'll That's save me money, don't worry. Well, if you've got to lose, Craig, you know what I mean? You might exactly. as well. <laughs> well, you can, well, by this time, you'll lose a few more ears. <laughs> it's, still, it's mathematically possible. It's And while it's still mathematically possible... Uh, I yeah, will. Yeah, I will yeah. hope it happens. Talking about mathematically possible and What's points. Wrong with that? Yesterday's win, forty-one points. We can't go down. We're safe. <laughs> Dan, talk to me about um, Smith Rowe on the left-hand side. How good was he yesterday? I mean, when, like, I was like you when 
when the team come out and I saw it, I was like, oh God, you know, and what we'll, we'll get onto the Abamyang thing in a minute, but that was the only thing I was looking on the team sheet and I was thinking, oh Christ, um, what, what's he doing here? You know, is Pepe on the bench, William on the bench, proper wingers. Um, why is he playing him out there? But by God, Dan, he was, he, he was a close, he was a close call for, for man of the match as well, wasn't he? Extremely close. Yeah, extremely close. I think he won the first half and Erdegaard just nicked it because he was okay in the first, got the goal and he was superb in the second. So it was close between those two for me. But I remember me and Lee talking only last week saying, what's he playing Smith Rowe on the left for now ahead of Pepe and ahead of Martinelli, who again wasn't in the squad, you know? And we were like, what's going on here? You know, how, is he now sixth choice on the left, Martinelli? But I think it's because of his work rate, Smith Rowe. And he's bought into this new philosophy that Arteta says and keeps saying that he's got, which is that everyone is to work hard. And I think looking at the Martin Erdegaard situation, Meza Ozil was never a track, one to track back. He was never one to run. And I think what Smith Rowe and Martin Erdegaard have shown is that they are willing to do that. Their work rate off the ball was absolutely magnificent. And it was good from everybody, if I'm honest with you. But I thought that it was brilliant. Uh, particularly for those two. The other thing about Smith Rowe that I liked was his combination with Tierney down the left-hand side. Just seems like, I know I give the guy so much credit and he is my favourite player. I don't want to be too biased about the lad, but he just gets better and better, Kieran Tierney. Every time I see him, and he was the one that I looked at today, and I know we'll come on to it in a minute about Aubameyang, but he was the one that I looked at as the captain out there because he's given the fight. He's got the passion. He seems to understand what it's like to be a part of a derby. And I know that he's got that from his Celtic and Rangers previous um, previous kind of role, but he must have brought that over here because he looked like he was the, one of the best players on the pitch. And I know he had an absolute shocker, Doherty, but I think some of that was down to how good Kieran Tierney was. And his link-up play with Smith Rowe was sensational. And like Mark, I actually felt sorry for the lad when he hit the bar because it just would have been the perfect first goal to get. And it really would have announced him onto the scene because he's been called up for the England under-21 today, Smith Rowe, which is fully deserved. Um, and I think even Gareth Southgate might be sniffing around to see how he gets on because I know there's a lot of players in that position, the Fodens, the Sackers, the Greedishes, the Madisons. But he's right up there at the moment, the way he's playing. And I think since the, the kind of January where he got his kind of debut, I don't think there's anyone that's created as many uh, more chances in an Arsenal shirt than Smith Rowe. So it proves how influential he's been. Um, and he's willing to play on that left, Craig, as well. You know, he'll come into that team. I've seen him on the right a couple of times when he switched. See him on the left yesterday. And obviously we saw him in the number 10 position. I think this kid is taking his chance and he's doing exactly what Arteta wants him to do and what the fans want him to do. He will be a fan's favourite when we go back to the ground, no doubt, Smith Rowe. I think he's going to be a fantastic talent. And of course, he's wearing the um, the, the, the shin pads and the, and the socks like Jack Greenish. So yeah, let's hope he's going to be as good as him because if he's half as good, I'll take it all day long. I think he's a terrific talent. Exactly. I'll just bring this in here. Uh, this is from Emmett Anderson. Thank you very much, Emmett, for your kind donation. Uh, great win. Despite results, we've obviously turned a corner in terms of performances. Keep it up, lads. And up the judges. Ooh. Oh, no. None of that. 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 that. None of that. None of that. None of that. None of that. Yeah, I'm just coming here. All hail Lord Judges. Lord Arte- Havana, Havana yeah. of, of Havana Flip Flops. Yes, of, of Havana Flip Flops. <laughs> Arteta Inni said, 
And to be fair, you can understand. Win against Chelsea, win against United, win against Spuds. Yeah. I mean, we have... This is a nice point. We haven't had a manager who's done that for a long time. No, and that's, that's why I, I've, uh, I've been sitting... I've been a bit... You know, I, I'm not going to lie. I've, I've said to Dan many a times, I've, I'm sitting well on the fence and flip-flop. I have flip-flops. I must admit, because one week I think he's good, next week he's not. But I, I did say, didn't I, Dan? And you can back me. I said that I'm going to judge him after these two games... Olympia, yep. well, three games. Olympia, Arcus. Well, there won't be any. There won't be any splinters in your uh, backside, Lee, because you're flipping, flopping <laughs> well, so much, mate. You don't have enough time to sit on that fence. Flipping, I, I, flipping and flopping more like a Big Mac burger. A Big Mac burger. <laughs> I don't. I, I, I don't get the flip flop thing. I don't get it. You can only judge him on what you can after a game, I, like what you what, for what you do, Lee. Oh, you know, when you're on Arsenal fan TV and, and stuff. And that's what like I don't mind be called a flip flop because at the end of the day, as 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 Kevin. You know, quite rightly said on your show with him, like you know, I I I go on results, and I I think that that's what fans do and should do. Well, we yeah. all flip flop. That's what happens. These fans, part of yeah, it, you know, we'll get, we'll get down, don't we? And then we all get up when we win. It's the way. That's what happens. And I especially, especially, uh, especially with this side of this season, you know, we've been hugely inconsistent. That that's the key to it. Of course, you're going to be upset when we lose, and you're going to be happy when we win. And we have, you know, we've had these big results against big clubs. Arteta has been the master at, at winning against against the odds. But it's then when we've gone away to the Burnleys and and, and the Crystal Palaces. Is that yeah, they're the games he's got. To they're get the right, games. Yeah. They're yeah. the games we've got to start winning. You know what I mean? So, and that's yeah. where the flip flopping comes in because the expectation level goes through the roof when you beat Spuds, and then the next week you get done by Burnley and you're fuming. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. this is this, and it's the same players. You know, Granite Jacket yesterday, for example. You know, I I, I have to say, and I want to say that we, we're very quick to to have a pop at that lad. But yesterday, um, he was getting a lot of stick on that pitch a few times. Just ruined like, my kick, question. Kick. Just ruined my question for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, you know, uh, he, he was getting a lot of stick from uh, from Lamella yesterday off the ball. Uh, a lot of niggles and stuff like that. And actually, Lamella ended up getting himself sent off because Louise and uh, Jacques didn't react. And that's credit to them, actually. Yeah. And it's worth mentioning that uh, he could have quite easily got sent off yesterday, Jacques. I was going to ask you before before we. Miss Mel, this must have been something special in Lee's Big Mac. Lee trusting the process now. Ha ha, great show as always, lads. Thank you very much, Mel, um, for your Please kind donation. Your That's uh, to Melina, someone who knows. All the way from uh, Canada, I believe. Well, is that Canada? I think, she, I think she comes from Canada. Yeah. She's up early then. What time is it out in Canada? Yeah, what time um, is it in Canada, Mel? Um, what time it is. A lot of people were giving, you know, a lot of people giving Granite Jack a stick against Burnley. Um, rightly so. so, rightly so. Horrible, horrible mistake to make. But yesterday, I think yesterday was he was one of our best players. He was, he was. I think Lee's got something to say. What's up? I've got something to say. I've got something to say. Three thirty the... in, in Canada, like yeah. So that's oh. uh, that's not too oh. bad. Not too bad. bad. Oh. Thanks for joining us for mm. I've got to say, when Granite Shacker made that tackle on Doherty. That was as good as a goal. Oh. I jumped, I get in there and take that. That could have so easily been a foul. It was lovely. It was, but when you go in to ground like that, in the last minute of the game when you're winning, there's no need for it. It's, no, it's, but there's no need. And I he did it. do it. He did do it, and we love him for it. Yeah. But then next week, when he does it again and gets sent off and we lose the game because he's given a penalty away, you can't love him still. 
Listen, that was fantastic what he done yesterday. That just showed you what it meant to him yesterday. He put his body on the line yesterday. And I'll tell you what, I honestly think, you know, people in the chat can can talk. There's a lot of haters for Granite Shacker. I I understand why and I get the reasons why. But I'll tell you what, his performance yesterday, doing what he done yesterday, I think he's 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 got a few more on, on side now, like definitely yeah. because Who's I know he's not the only causes whatever, but he showed yesterday a, a tremendous amount of discipline, as you rightly say, Mark Dave, trying to wind him up because we know that he's a he is a bit of a hothead, but he took that really well, you know, like that, that Lamella. And, and and what I like about him is that when they done that tackle on party, he's straight over there. You know what I mean? Like, protector and all that. Like, yeah. you know, and, I, and, and we've got that now. We've got that with Cheney. We've got that with, with him. We've got that with Partey. A couple of people now that are starting to, you know, and I love it. There's like, a little, like a little brotherhood forming there, isn't there? Yeah, we, 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 we haven't had that for ages. And ages and ages. If I'm, if I'm going over the top today or whatever, I any Arsenal fan is entitled to go over the top when you beat them down the road. And that's it. Like, you know, I, mean, I don't care where you are in the league because those, those I've had so many of them today. Oh, you're 10th in the league. You know, we celebrate and all that. I said, what have you done for the last 20 years? You've done that, you know, when you've got one, when you scored against us, you've gone mad. You know what I mean? Like, enjoy it while you can because you don't know how long it's going to last. Enjoy crushing that team as many times as we can. And I love it. And I will continue to do it, whether we are top, bottom, middle or whatever. Get in here and enjoy it. They are the most arrogant supporters I ever know. I went on at the Spurs channel the other day, putting in the chat, they're going to win 3 or 4 nil. You know what I mean? And they still don't learn because they're the gift that keeps on giving. And we can't smile without you. We can't smile without you. Love it. And Gabrielle yesterday, that clearance off the goal line. As, as, good, as good as good as a goal, as good as a goal. Yeah, brilliant. Gabriel is our best centre off, and he always has been at the club. Yeah. And unfortunately, when he got COVID, everybody said that he was going to go downhill. He was brushing off the cobwebs. He was trying to get himself better, and now he has. And he's putting a man of the match performance against Olympiakos, and he's cleared one of the best clearances off the line. Um, yesterday and had an all-round fantastic performance. And what I like about Gabriel is it doesn't actually matter who plays next to him, whether it's Holding, whether it's Luis, whether it's Pablo Marie. I would say that next to Rob Holding, he's probably the weakest, I would say, as a centre-half pairing. But he's certainly not bad. And I think he could play next to anybody, Gabriel. I think he's a great, great centre-half. And I'm massively impressed. I was impressed with the signing because I liked him in France, as I said. I was excited and everybody said they didn't know much about him. But I was excited because of what I saw uh, from the French football that I saw. And I thought, wow, this this kid could be great. 22 years old he was at the time. Um, and he looked like something we have not had for a long, long time. And I think that is what he's showing now. Is He's showing he's got, he's got presence. He's a command of his area. He's a battler. And he's an old school kind of love defending type, which I think is great. But more importantly, he can play. You know, he can actually pass the ball. He's comfortable on that left-hand side. He looks to play well with Tierney and link up well with Tierney. He looks to be a communicator from what you can see and what you can hear without the sounds. You can hear him talking. I'm a massive fan of this lad, and I'm also a massive fan of Pablo Marie. And I think that although I feel we do need a centre-half still next to Gabriel, I think that Pablo Marie and him should be allowed to form a partnership because although they're both left-footed, I really don't see that as a huge issue because I think that they would complement each other. So I'm a massive fan of Gabriel. And 
you know, people talk about Granite Chaka. I mean, listen, I'm not his biggest fan. I mean, everybody knows he's not. He was great yesterday. And the reason I never get too excited about Granite Chaka and people always say, oh, you never give him credit, is because I know that what Burnley happened against Burnley is going to happen again by before the end of this season. And that is what I don't want. I want to clear that out from this side. I want to move forward, not backwards. So that's all I'll say about Granite Chaka. I thought he was outstanding yesterday. And hopefully I don't see another another Burnley incident before the end of the season. And he proves me wrong. Mm, absolutely, Mark. You're a, Mark. You're a massive fan of Gabriel. You're in the group chat there. You, you, you like to you like singer. to talk him up. Um, <laughs> what's that? The singer. Dreams can come true. They did yesterday, didn't they? They did yesterday. All I want is she. She didn't. She uh, Gabriel didn't she ring? She was the fox, wasn't she? In uh... she was a fox. Back in the day. Cheese comes no, I'm in the mask singer. No. Anyway, um Gabriel. <laughs> proper singer. Gabriel, what, what a go- what a goal against Olympiacos, you know, and then what a performance yesterday as well. Looks like, you know, Arteta has brought him back into the side. <laughs> like Lee said, he had a you know, he had a little poor run there, but now he looks like he's, you know, looks like it could be back to his best. And like Dan says, you know, probably is our best centre half. Competition for places, isn't it? You know, people have got to step up and make it their own. You know, this this is the thing, isn't it? You know, when you've got real genuine uh, strength in depth, it, you know, it goes a long way, doesn't it? You know, and um, thank God we haven't got Mustafi still at the back end of the ball towards back to Leno. You know what I mean? It's, it could be an awful lot worse, couldn't it? But he, he's a proper centre half, mobile, and I like his temperament as well. You know, Harry Kane wiping him out yesterday. I should have been a booking, um, at least. And he, and he doesn't react, you know what I mean? A lot of lesser men would have jumped up and gone over OTT there, which is exactly exactly the dark arts that Harry Kane employs. And listen, let's not get carried away with Harry Kane about it because he's got it in his game. And, and let's face it, if he's playing up front for us, we love him like Diego Costa. That's all he is. He'd do anything to win. He's, he's 100% committed, you know, committed to winning football games for Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, we only hate it because he plays for them. If he played for us, he'd be avid. And as you've always said, Craig, with, with Diego Costa and people like that, he's, he's a world-class, arguably the best best in the business at what he does, Harry Kane. And he he, he was injured yesterday. Let's, let's make no bones about it. And, and you could tell with his frustration, the way he was putting himself about, backing into people. Louise, again, you know, Louise yesterday, Harry Kane backed into him about three times the way he has been when people are up in the air. And David Louise didn't jump against him yesterday. He just went into the back of him with his elbows and knees. He didn't jump and Harry because he knew Harry Kane weren't going to jump. And he just went, bump into the back of him, just went, there you go, have a bad back. Bang. That's all you got to do. Don't jump against him. No point. Because, by the way, Harry Kane's about six foot four as well, and you do well to win out against him, to be honest. He's a, he's a, he's a beast in the air. So mm. just don't bother. Just just bump him in the back, you know what I mean, and just give him a bad back all game. And, and David Luiz done it superbly well. Gabriel and Luiz, I like. I like him as a centre-half pairing. Um, I do like Mari as, Mari as well. So, it, you know, it's a real... It's it's a and I don't, I don't think Rob Holding's done an awful lot wrong. So it's, it's good problems to have, isn't it? When you've got uh, four centre halves that are playing really well, Absolutely. really happy, really happy. Apparently, Mark, on, Karen, Karen, sorry, Craig, just quickly. Karen said that uh, the Harlequin was Gabrielle and the Mars Singer, mate, not the Fox. So get it right, Mark. Get it right. Uh, oh, there you go. 
well done, Karen. I knew she was on there somewhere. Fantastic she was. Iconic voice. I mean, there was no point of having a mask on, to be honest. I actually... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was like her and Lenny Henry, wasn't it? I mean, Lenny Henry might as well come out of a red nose. Do you know what I mean? It was ridiculous. Changing, changing the subject oh, completely to... Is. The I got all three right that night on the final, and I got Joss Stone. I was really pleased with myself. Just to oh, let everyone oh, well yeah. played, Joss Stone. That was our Joss Stone. Well you played. No, you don't get no points with guessing. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Lenny Henry. Lenny Henry. I mean, the first <laughs> yeah. song. The first song you sang. You sang in a purple bed, didn't he? Karen says Craig can you ask the panel will Kane get punished for his dirty play like he did yesterday I think Mark's touched on it now saying that that's part of Harry Kane's game but Lee I don't think nothing will happen to him. Ah, It's gone. It's been and gone. Um, Harry Kane gets away. It was was an awful challenge. He he really could have done him some some damage there with the way he's he went on the Mars singer he'd win it they'd give it to him. No well, you'd have to tell who he was straight away. Well, Andy Pandy. You know what I mean? So, uh, now, like, for me, um, look, listen, we know what he's done. It's sheer frustration what he's done that because he's been, you know, listen, I'm not going to lie, I've made a few tackles like challenges like that in my day back in the day because it's just out of frustration because you get, you, you, it's not your day. You, you're being, you know, you're being marked out of the game. You're being taken out end of the day you know uh, I, I have to say but in this day and age I've, I've seen players get sent off for it or whatever but he's never going to get sent off for it very very similar I think you've got to understand with Harry Kane being captain of England gives you uh, special privileges Alan Shearer uh, kicked um, Lennon in the head back in just before the World Cup in 98 and he said he actually went up to the panel and said if you ban me for this game then, um, because he, if he, if he'd have been banned for that, if he'd have got the sending off that he should have done, he would have been banned for the cup final. All right. And he went to disciplinary and he said, if you ban me for that cup final, I'm not playing for England ever again. So they said, okay, Helen, uh, Lennon, Lennon, Lennon headbutted your, your foot and they let him off. You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. And Harry Kane will get that same situation with him as well, like, you know, so, uh, and, um, yeah, I, I, I you know, um, so what I don't like about Harry Kane, I think as as um, Mark said and alluded to, he's a very very good player. But as soon as there's a foul, he's in there chirping away, trying to get players sent off, and he's doing it himself, you know. So, uh, but listen, I thought David Luiz and Gabriel done a good job on him yesterday. I don't buy into this thing that he's injured. Every time he has a bad game, he's injured. You know, I mean, if he was injured, don't play him. Simple as that. You know, what I mean, like you know. They've got other players, other professional footballers at the football club. And if you if you're playing Harry Kane that ain't fit, if you was that other fella that you know celebrated his hat trick against the non-league side, you wouldn't be happy, would you? No, exactly not. Exactly, you wouldn't. Just before um, just before we move on to the Abamyang thing, um, actually, we'll move straight on to it because I forgot what I was going to. I've actually completely forgotten what I was going to say. Um, so we we're looking at the we're looking at the team sheet yesterday that comes out. No Abamyang. And I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, no Abamyang. Right. He must be injured. And then we get to hear that it's a disciplinary record. Now I absolutely lost the plot. I was so downstairs shouting at the telly to sitting there, my wife was going, What's wrong with you? Shouting at the telly, what are you leaving Abamyang out for for a North London derby? The most important game of the fucking year. And you're leaving him out. What's he done so wrong that 
you've been left him out. Now that's me as a supporter, you know, feeling the emotion of the day and oh, he's leaving our best player out. But I suppose when you look, when you take a step back from it, like I did last night, when I, you, you're mulling the game over in your head and you're mulling over Arteta's decisions in your head, Lee, that could be one of the best decisions he ever makes as Arsenal manager. And what I, well, the way I mean by what I mean by that is that has sent out a massive, massive message to the rest of them. I mean, he's left out his captain, his talisman, and you know that is a massive, massive message to the rest of the players. Now, normally, what happens, Lee, is when I finish talking, you can talk. Okay. So when I finish, you can talk, Lee. The Abamyang situation. <laughs> Sorry, sir. Sorry, sir. Just before, just before we, um, just before we start on this very important thing, like, uh, um, Tony's little daughter Harper's watching, like, you know, and, and I love my little Harper. So, uh, hello, Harper. I hope you're having a good time at school. So, everybody, say hello to Harper, please. Like, you know. She is absolutely gorgeous and my favourite little girl out there at the moment in this world. So, um, going on to a Bamiang, I'm going to say one thing about that. I. I was a little bit disappointed with um, at first because when Mikel turned around and said, oh, I've disciplined him, and then said, well, what for? And then he turns around and says, um, oh, I'm not telling you. I thought it was a little bit, mm, I weren't too happy about that before the North Line. All he, had to do, all he had to do was say, look, you know, two things he had to do was say, yeah, I've disciplined him, he's been late, and I think that would have been fair. Or just turn around and say, I've, I've, I've chose to go with a better... With, with Lacazette and then say after the game if he felt that he needed to. I think that it was a little bit, um, um, it was a little bit, uh, I don't know, oh, it's about me a little bit, I'm going to be honest, but because it was a big North London derby. But listen, if he's if he's late, I don't care if he's stuck in traffic, I don't care if he's, it's a little bit different. You know, you get a sat-nav on there, don't you? Wherever you go, you put it on a sat-nav just to see how long you're going to take. And if it says there's traffic in, in whatever, you look at it and you, you just say, um, OK, I've got to leave 10, 15 minutes early. Now, apparently what I have been told by um, uh, a couple of things here, um, that it's not the first time that he's done it. Like, you know, he's not been, he's been late. When you're captain of a football club, you have a responsibility. And that responsibility is not just getting the armband on it, it's the lead. The lead by example. So really, if you're captain, you should be there first. Not not coming in late and everything like that, and 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 what what it, what he's done is he's put Mikel in a real awkward position because what he could have done was say if somebody else kept turning up late, uh, and and you're letting a Bamiang off, right? Then um, you're going to uh, um, you I'll know that player's going to turn around and say it, like you know. Now this is a true story. I think I've told this story before, but I will tell this, like you know. Ian Wright used to be used to turn up late for training all the time, like yeah. Right, and um, the players were getting the ump with it, right? So they got Tony Adams to go in, like, you know, and say, right, um, Arsenal, you know, he keeps turning up, like, you know, up past 10, it's, it's a 10 o'clock, you know, and he keeps turning up late. It's not good and all that. So so Arsenal went, yeah, yeah, I'll sort it out. So, so the next day on the notice board, it turned around and said, training starts at half 10. That is true story, like, you know. And Tony Adams went in there and went, no, we ain't having it. It's 10 o'clock. Make sure he's here, and 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 they 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 pulled him on it. So if uh, if um if he continues to keep doing it, it will upset the avocado if you're getting away with it all the time. And I think at the end of the day, listen, it didn't come back and bite us in the thing. And I don't, I, it didn't bother me yesterday that it's happening. It's done, it's done and dusted. And um, 
for me, I, I, I think that Mikel done the right thing. The only thing I don't think he was right, we went public with it. Didn't think he needed to do that. Well, I mean, he's going to have to. He, short, he has to go right. public with it. North London derby, leaving out Aubameyang. I wanted to know why bloody Aubameyang was left out. I think everyone wanted to know why Aubameyang well, come was out left and out. Say, then come out and say he was late. Why turn around and say, oh, I'm not, it's a disciplinary issue. What's the disciplinary issue? I'm not telling you. Come out and say he was late. I'm not being all. It comes out 10, 15 minutes into the game. That that's the reason for it. Half time, we all we all knew what it was, um, and and it's not acceptable in being being late all the time. It's not acceptable. He's got a fast car. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's, it's not acceptable. Dan, your thoughts on the Abamyang situation? I mean, when the when the interviews were going on last night, I actually was saw a video on Twitter, and you can quite clearly hear a supercar revving its engine um, and leaving the ground. Now, of course, that's all hearsay. We don't know that that was him. That could have been any car outside the Emirates revving its engine, but the noise of it was quite um, of that. It of was, a, of it was a, mine. Yeah, it was, it was, you know, the noise of it was quite of a, of a supercar, but we hear today that he stormed out afterwards, Dan. He only stayed, he only stayed behind for 27 minutes or something. He didn't go down to do a war. He didn't go out to do a warm down with all the other substitutes. I'm not too bothered about him not going to do a warm down. He didn't even play, did he? So, I mean, you know, what, what's the point of him doing a warm down? But him, him storming off, Dan, does that worry you any little bit? I don't think so. I don't think it does. Um, I think it's the right decision from Arteta. If you're late as a captain, it's a disgrace as far as I'm concerned. And for the derby, I mean, you shouldn't be late for any game, but being late for the derby is just ridiculous. So the way that I see it is you punish him and he's done that and you move on from it now. He's learned his lesson, hopefully, and he moves on from it. And he probably has left the ground in embarrassment, if I'm honest, because it's a shocking, shocking thing to do. We hear yeah. it's not a one-off. We hear he's been late a few times, if the rumours are true. Um, I'm a little bit... I'm all right with Arteta doing it. I'm with Lee, though. I wouldn't have liked him to come out. I would have liked him to come out and said it's just rotation and the discipline stuff happens out away from the press. That's the way I would have liked to have seen it happen because then you might not see him getting the right hump and storming off because he's probably found out, oh, he's told everyone that I'm late and that I've been disciplined and now I'm off to get the hump and, and throw my toys out the pram. So I think that could have potentially been avoided. Um, and with Arteta, it's a bit frustrating for me, and I said this the other day, that it's lack of consistency with some of his decisions, Arteta, that worries me. Um, and he's still learning, I think, in that respect. Um, because we see it with Pepe getting sent off and then we saw it with Chaka getting sent off. There was two reactions from it. One was disgraced. The other one was okay. Um, we've seen it with Gwenduzi. He loses his head and says, see you later. We've seen him lose his patience with Maitland Niles before. So there's a little bit of lack of inconsistency when you look at what Willian did um, and the COVID uh, rule breaks of people. They all just get straight back into the team the next game. So I don't like that inconsistency. I'd rather see that uh, that sorted out. But it was the right thing to do, in my opinion. And it's shown that he's got some balls out there because he said it doesn't matter if you're the captain or not. If you're late for the game, you ain't playing, mate. And it was risky because that's weird. I could hear myself. Um, And it's it's risky because because it it could have been a huge risk. It could have gone, it could have backfired massively yesterday. And I don't think we missed him. I don't think we did. Um, And 
luckily we didn't for Arteta's sake because can you imagine Craig what the fans would have been like if we'd have lost oh, that game without no, him, you know? it, it would, would have been, been so yeah we're we're good in that respect but um it had to be done mate and yeah. you know I just hope now we can move on from it though and we don't start dragging this out for weeks I just want him yeah. I'd like to see him play on Thursday and have a stormer um that's what I'd like to see because he's taking his is you know hopefully he's learned from it he's taking his punishment don't be late again you're the captain. You lead by example. Lead from the top and get on with your game because he's top quality, Craig. He is a top quality yeah, oh, player. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he's got back into his scoring boots. So let's hope he continues now and we forget about it and move forward. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm hoping that's what's going to happen. I hope he's going to come yeah. out on Thursday and smash a hat trick um, yeah. against Olympiacos. Same you know? um, Mark, does it like? Like I said, when when that announcement first came out, I knee jerked. You know, it's Derby Day. I don't want to see Aubameyang left out. But like I said to Dan, that shows, you know, a big pair of balls to do that and and, and to go on and win the game as well. And everyone's saying that he shouldn't have done it and he shouldn't have, or he shouldn't have, he shouldn't have come out public of it. We don't want him to lie to us, though. Like, I don't want Arteta no. lying on behalf of players. But for me, yesterday could be the turn for a lot of people when they've seen... You know, that is big balls management, what he done yesterday. Mm. Yeah, and I think you could do with taking a leaf out of his book, Craig. You know, I think you need to adopt some of these late policies. I think the <laughs> judges judges would never get on. You would never see You'd never see Lee Judges again, by the way. Well, I was supposed the end of it. Be, to be fair. If you hit your was a reasonable it. hour, that might help. Might <laughs> he was here at 6.55. Yeah, I was first. Can I just say I was first here, Craig? Well, well done, Lee. Well, just to, just to add to what I said, Mark, there's a, you know, there's a lot of the, as what I've said there in the chat now. They're coming in that it was George Graham esque um, that he's you know he's re he's reinstilling he's reinstilling um, you know yeah that's fine isn't it? rules that's and rules and disciplines yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. We don't want him to, what we don't want to do is for him to take away the character of the individuals. You know, we know that Uber's a bit flash. You look at the cars he drives and bits and pieces, and that is what <laughs> makes him makes him up. As, as the individual that he is, isn't it? You know, so what you don't want to do is suppress the personality. You know, like Lee says, you know, if, if Ian Wright is late, you, you just move things around Ian. You know what I mean? Make sure he's happy because Ian's happy, he scores goals, the team wins games. So there's a little bit of that. You know, uh, you, I don't know that you'd have ever seen Alex Ferguson come out and, and chuck one of his players under the bus. I, I don't know if you'd have seen that. I think you'd, it would have been kept in house. So I agree with the boys in that regard. He would have just said, it's my decision, it's a tactical decision, and it's worked, hasn't it? Lacazette scored, and, and we've won the game. Do you know I what I mean? Been, so, no, so, you, that, so it's all he needed to say. I've made a decision, and I've yeah. been proven right. What was the score? Well, so, you want, so, 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 so you all want the manager to lie then? No, that, no, no. What, there's some things that go on behind the scenes of the football club you get, that we don't need it. to know. Yeah. You know, people punch each other on, on in training matches. It don't mean to say they hate each other or there's a problem in the group. Oh, I get really, that, but I get that. But... It's the same thing then, isn't it? You know, if something goes on behind the scenes, if the lad's late, leave him out. The team have made the statement today, and maybe that's why he left early last night, because he's probably gone home to have a bloody good look at himself and a think about how he doesn't want to feel like he wasn't a part of that celebration in the dressing room, because he yeah, contributed nothing to him. It would have done. You'd have been sat in that dressing room thinking, I should bollocks. I'm sat here on the periphery. Yeah. Of, uh, and this changing room is elated, you know, about what, what they've just done to their North London rivals. And, and I'm not, I didn't have anything to do with it. They didn't need me. 
It's a bit, a bit of a dent in the, in the and like you say, and this is why we need to move on, and I think we will move on. He just needs to score out trick Thursday night, and 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 we go on, and, that, and that's that's the important thing. I, I ain't got a problem with him coming out, Craig, and saying he's not playing for disciplinary reasons, and then turn around and say, and the reason that he's not playing today is because he turned up late. Spot. Well, he doesn't. Yeah, but he doesn't have to tell. He doesn't have to tell the press why. That what if the press are asking why him why? If, why if the press are saying to him why have you left out of Bamiyang? It's for a, it's for a disciplinary reason. That's it. That's enough. He's out because of a disciplinary reason. Yeah, we don't need to know like, that he's. We don't need to know that he was late. About in all that light, you know, and 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 it did cause a lot. It could have could have could have could have backfired on him. And it didn't, but it could have. You know. Listen, things like that go on in dressing rooms all the time, Craig. Like, you know, someone turns up late, you know, uh, uh, you've got a time to be there. But it was a North know. London derby and it yeah, was done, but, it was done it, 10 uh, minutes before kickoff. Yeah, you shouldn't, be, anyone, treating a, you shouldn't no. be treating a North London derby any different than what you do burn, burn yeah, away. Thank you very much. Exactly right. He should be there on time. There's no choice. But I just think if he'd have just come out and said, you're right, why is Aubameyang not playing today? Why are you putting him on the bench? Well, he's turned up late and that's so I've left him out. I don't think no one will have a problem with that. What I had the problem with is you turn around and say it's disciplinary, disciplinary action. But uh, wouldn't I, the players? I, wouldn't I, the players be thinking? Hang on a minute. Why? Like, why is he lying? Why is he lying to the press? What? what so if I, I, I came in, I, I was I was late ten minutes. I was I, I was late last week, and I got two and a half grand fine. Why is he lying about him? You know, does 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 that not? Well, it didn't come out, did it last week? Because he's kept it quiet. No, I'm just saying, bit, if a player has been late. A little bit yesterday, a little bit, I think there was a little bit yesterday. I have got, I've got a Bamiyang, I'm going to make an example of it. I am going to, it's a big thing. I'm going to come out and say yeah. something. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? I do think there was a little bit to that. But at the end of it, it's not Mikel Arteta's fault. This is not his fault. Who's put him in that position? Yeah. Bamiyang's put him in a position for being late. Now, there's no excuses for being late in this day and age. You look at your sat-nav, you know what time you've got to be there. And and, and to be honest, you know, um, if you've got to be there at one o'clock, you aim for half 12 if you're a professional footballer, I think. You know, like, get there early. You know, well, there's nothing worse, I don't think, than being in a rush and, and, and you know what I mean, trying to, you know, get your kit ready and whatever. I, I know, like, it's different at the moment. Like, on normal circumstances, they'd be in a hotel. I, I don't know the, the protocols of it all, whether they go in there, have a little bit of lunch, team meeting before the game, which they would do whether it was in the hotel the night before. It's just one of those things, you know. But ultimately, the, the you know, he... he, he Aubameyang can steam off and do whatever. It's, it's his fault. But I, I agree with Mark. You know, have, that, that would have hurt him yesterday. Not play, First of all, not playing. Secondly, uh, you know, like the celebrations, everything. You know, and thirdly, okay, so he's not done the, the, the running running today and all that. I bet, I bet he's done it today, though. I bet he's been told to be in today. If ever, they might have had a day off today or whatever. Like, But no one knows what he could have done. He could have turned around and said, look, I'm not in the right frame of mind here. To do, you know, what they sometimes they do is they turn around and say, "Look, if you do the running out, out there today, you can have the day off." Like, you know what I mean? Like, and he's probably said, oh, "You know what? I'll come in tomorrow or something like that." I don't think it's as big a deal as what people are yeah, making. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know well, what I mean? Like, one, one thing I will say about it, or I mean, we've we've sat here and other Arsenal fans have sat and talked, and you know, on Twitter, on Twitter, we're we're having a game. We're you know, oh, why isn't Arteta ruthless enough? So here we have tomorrow. Here we have yesterday. He's been completely no, 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 ruthless, 
And and we're all sitting here saying that he shouldn't have come out in the public. I, no, no, there's a bit. There's a difference between being ruthless and coming out in the public and telling people he was ruthless yesterday. He may, but listen, I'm going to tell you something now, right? That and, and it's a fact anyway. All right, Dad. The first time. If it was the first time, he would have played. He's done that before. It's it's, it's an ongoing problem with him, and he's and, and, and he's gone. You know, enough's enough. You know, everybody can be late once. It can happen. Like, you know, you're caught in traffic. What are you going to, you know, I mean, it's a little bit harsh if you're a little bit run. I'm, I've got no doubt that he's on the phone saying, look, I'm, I'm running late or whatever. Okay, get here when you can. Right. But to, to, to be a serial offender of it, you're going to get done. I just find it really hard to take Lee seriously when he's sitting there talking about being late. <laughs> Listen, I'm never late. What are you on about? Like? I mean, like, it's just bloody harsh. I'll get done. This one comes in very, very what? late, very rarely late for football. And I can tell you this now, right? Uh, Hurry up, Lee. You're going to make us late here. No, yeah. no. Sometimes on a Sunday, you always get the big time players thinking that they are, oh, they can turn up a court past 10. You know what I mean? Oh, look. Oh, oh he's here and all that. Like, I've never done that. I was on my, you know what I mean? I, I always was there. You know, five minutes late. Not well, you did say the big-time players, so that's why you didn't do it, obviously. Listen, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. I, I, I You know, I, I was always about five minutes late. I never I never pushed the boat, right? This one comes in from Bill. Regular. Thank you very much, Bill, Bill. Um, for hey, the Bill. kind donation, mate. Uh, Pepe seems to play so much better with Lacquer up front than the Bamiyang. Also, I didn't realise we tried to sign Frank McAvenny in 1989. Great show, lads. Hashtag Big Mac. We did Lee, this, did we, we try did. to sign Frank? Yeah, I, we I, did try to sign. We tried to sign um, Frank McAvenny. Uh, it was a season we won the league. Uh, so, 88-89, we tried to sign uh, Frank McAvenny. I think he went to Celtic, if I remember rightly. We also tried to sign uh, Tony Cotty. And he went to Everton. And it left us with uh, with with no striker, really, for that season. So, uh, uh, Paul Merson um, was, the, was the player they went with. So, it was a great... Great bit of business that we never sold. We never got to get one, either one of them. Um, we went with uh, uh, Paul Merson. The rest is history. Probably one yeah. of the best players we'll that we've that ever had at Arsenal. So, yeah. uh, and he done fantastically well. And then obviously Kevin come into the side then. And then after that was Ian Wright. Merce went out to the wide areas, and and, and just behind them was was superb for Arsenal. But yeah, Frank McAvenny. If I remember rightly, someone might be out commenting. He went to um, uh, he, he chose Celtic because I think that was his home. I think that was his team at the time. And, uh, yeah, Frank McAvitt um, and Tony Cotty, I think, for about two million went to Everton. I think something like that. So, uh, there you go. Can I just there say, Bill, Bill coming up there in the group chat and talking about Uber zooming off uh, here in the car, zoom off. Like, didn't Bill do that once to us on a on a podcast? Didn't he? <laughs> did, in that didn't Ferrari? He, he did, did. did he zoom off once in, the, in, the, in his car, Bill? I'm sure, I'm sure it was. I don't care. He just, he just bought us a Big Mac. I love him. Yeah, absolutely. Right, let's talk about the, uh, the the penalty decision. Dan, we'll start with you. I've been arguing all day on Facebook with people, people trying to tell me that it wasn't a penalty, that the ball was gone when the challenge was made. So then I, I direct them to the, a video of David Lewis doing exactly the same thing against Watford. Uh, the ball yeah, is... Brilliant one, that was crazy. The, the ball is given away or the, the shot is taken. Martinez gathers it. Uh, Louise comes in from the, comes in from the side, takes him out, and it's a penalty. Penalty awarded. So these people who are trying to tell me that it wasn't a penalty because the ball was gone. Well, if the ball was gone, then that's a late tackle, isn't it? Whether whether the ball has gone or not, it's absolutely mental. The excuses I've seen. It's a stone wall. 
penalty in any game of football. If it happens outside the box, it's a free kick. It's a stonewaller. Even the still pictures I've seen of it today. Bruce Lee would have been proud of the flying kick that, that Sanchez went in on Lacazette. Dan, it has to be a penalty all day long. Mate, it's spot on. Everything you've just said there, Craig, is spot on, mate. Um, and I was on a Tottenham podcast last night after the game, which was very enjoyable, by the way. Um, and uh, they even admitted it at the end. They said, look, we haven't watched it back. We're going to watch it while you talk about it. And they both said, yeah, do you know what? I can see why it's been given. Unfortunately, a lot of people on social media, Arsenal fans, it's a penalty. The whole world, it's not a penalty. Who do you think's wrong? It's Arsenal fans crying about stuff again. It's always us and it always us crying. How no one can see that that's a penalty. The ball, and I'll say it again, the pass is magnificent. The touch from Lacazette obviously comes up and bounces up for him. And as he goes to hit it, it's an air kick. That has got nothing to do with whether it was a foul or not. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me <laughs> yeah. whether he puts it in the top corner, whether he doesn't strike it, whether he pats it, whether the keeper saves it. Davidson Sanchez, or the Colombian Mustafi, as I heard someone call him earlier, comes, cr- <laughs> comes crashing into him and fouls him. So it doesn't matter to me whether the chance has gone, because it doesn't mean that if you miss something, it then just is a whole punch up for everyone and we can get away with what we want because the chance has gone. So just knock him out and you can get away with it. It's a foul. It's still play. The chance might have gone, but it's still play on. We don't all stop playing when someone misses the chance. It's play on. And the way that he's come in there is clumsy. Now, if someone doesn't believe that's a penalty, then it must be one of two things. He's won the ball. Well, he didn't win the ball. So what is it then? If he hasn't won the ball, it must be a foul. There's nothing well, people, to say people, about oh, it. People are telling me, oh, Lacazette kicked Sanchez. Of course he kicked him. He, he came in with a kung fu kick, four foot off the ground. Of course, Precisely. Lacazette kicked him. You know, it's, it's a, it, I just don't see how anyone can say it's not a penalty. This one comes in from Bob. Thanks very much, mate, for your kind donation. You can see the argument, but it's not even in a top 10 debatable penalties this season. Seems to be always argued when it's given to, Ars- when it's given to Arsenal. I, I love Never that. again. I love that. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. And that is exactly what I'm saying. It's because it's yeah. Arsenal, everyone wants to start crying about <laughs> what it is. That is a situation for me where it is not this. Listen, all, all penalties are debatable. Yeah, they are all debatable. Everyone can say, oh, did he do this? Did he do that? Now, if you're saying that Lacazette's kicked him, which, yeah, he, he did. So I agree with that. Then... What is the defender doing then? Because because <laughs> he yeah. ain't won the ball. He's come crashing in. It's terrible, terribly clumsy. I mean, if people think that's not a penalty because it's a good challenge by Sanchez, they're wrong because it's really not. It's absolutely dreadful what he's done. <laughs> I had a Spurs fan. I had a Spurs fan tweet me today on on Twitter to say that Lacazette should have been booked for diving. <laughs> oh my! See, this is the problem you get with this. Yeah. It is unbelievable. That that for me was a stone wall. It was a penalty, and I don't see where people are coming from with it. If they believe that it's not, and the answer is because the chance is gone, then it's a penalty. Because two things. One, you've just proved it with the David Lewis situation. And two, the game does not stop if you miss your chance. The game does not stop. So it doesn't mean you've now missed Lacker. Sorry, you're going to get fouled and we're not going to give a penalty because you missed you you fluffed your lines. That's not how the game works, unless the rules have changed overnight. No, no, no. No. You're 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 dead right, mate. Mark I've got to just say something on that. Like, you know, you get actually get can get booked now for winning the ball. You win the ball in a tackle and it's too, you know, it's seen as like reckless tackle or whatever, even though you won the ball. So did he win the ball? No. Was he anywhere near the ball? No. Was it reckless? Yeah. Was it a foul? Yes. Penalty, 2-1 Arsenal, end of. Absolutely. I mean, I'm not, I don't single him out, but 
Look, you're, if how it shouldn't have been a penalty, um, then please type in the chat box there now how that's not a penalty. You know, I'm, I'm you know, I'm not going to have a go because it's a stone waller, Mark. It's a stone waller, mate. We we played football for. Oh, we'll argue. He will, Mark. Many many no, years, nothing. and you know, no cases, eh? we'll it's argue. just a, it's just a penalty. It's a foul anywhere else on the pitch. Yeah, if I'd have been disappointed if it had been given against me. I've got to be honest. I've got. I've, I've, there you go. I've got, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like a bit of physicality. You know, I think what what we're going down is a very dangerous route, isn't it? Is it's like if if what you're saying is someone someone say someone's running towards the goal or running towards the wing. And we see it loads of times that we where a defender comes over, slides in, and they just knock the ball past them. And there's absolutely no chance of that striker. The referee now and the VAR now are going to have to make a decision to say, is that player quick enough to catch the ball before it goes over the byline? Is that what we're saying? Or are we saying that guy slid in late and he's took out that striker and given him absolutely no chance? I honestly think, Mark, the penalty, the, 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 it's a penalty. And the reason, they've gone down the line when they're sending off people like David Louise for, exactly. for what he's done. Exactly. It's a penalty, Lee. It's a penalty all day long. Because that people are clever, aren't they? Penalties for that, you've got exactly. to give that as a penalty. It is a penalty, Lee. It's a that, penalty that, yeah, all day exactly. long because he's he, he took him out. But yeah. what I'm saying is, if 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 they're saying it's not a penalty, and they're saying because Lacazette has missed the shot, which is what they're saying, they're yeah. saying it, 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 it's not fair because Lacazette's muffed it up. He's he's missed, and the fact that he's got clattered after the ball had no bearing on the shot. Well. I disagree. That he can see in his peripheral view, he can see the lad flying through the air towards him. It's going to have an impact. He's, the lad's done enough to put him off, and and he's done too much. He's gone too far, you know. Uh, but what I'm saying is, you know, like if you knock it past someone and then take draw the foul, you know, this is the new professional foul. The referee and that they're going to have to then make a decision. Like, can he catch that ball before it goes over the byline? And if the answer is no, he's knocked it too far in front of him. It doesn't matter that he's just had his leg broke because he wouldn't have caught the ball if mate he hadn't have broke his leg. So it's not a foul. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I do. But I it, do. Is, but it but... is a foul because you've took the man out. Yeah. Yeah. So he's took the man out. It's a foul. But. You know, like I'm saying to these people, if they're going to go down this route of saying well, it didn't matter, it didn't affect the outcome of the thing, then the referees, we're, what we're going to have to then ask the referees to do and VAR is to make these decisions all over the pitch. Was he in control of that ball or had he lost control of that ball? And if he had lost control of that ball, then it's not a foul. Just, just, you know what I mean? I mean but, but I mean, the defeat- then off the ball incidents, then you then you can't. Just, if just someone punches someone and they're nowhere near the ball, Harry off the Kane ball, have a fight. You can't right, send them for off. Free kick. He died for a free kick. No, it wasn't. You know what I mean? You clearly see that he died for that free kick in the last minute. He, no one touched him. He yeah. died for it, like. But no one's saying anything. No one's. About yeah, that. no one wants to talk about. No one talks. No one talks about. Yeah, because yeah. that's how you draw professional fouls now, don't you? Yeah, that's what he was doing. So we draw. So Lacker's drawn the foul, hasn't he? He's put his body between the line of the the direction that the defender can come across to tackle the ball. Lacazette's put his body in the way, and and the and the fella's gone through Lacazette. It's a foul. This um, Mr. Everett here in in the chat box is saying the defender kicked the ball. No, mate, no, he didn't. The defender did not touch the ball. That is so clear for everyone to see. Davinson Sanchez was off the ground. 
three or four, three or four, three or four foot up, two feet off the ground, and he clatters into a player in the penalty box. It's a penalty. It's an out of control late tackle. It's a penalty all day long. There you go. Um, and what's, and a, and what's a penalty, by the way? Like, yeah, oh, yeah, it's worth yeah. mentioning. You don't what's save those. It was a really good penalty. No, it's yeah, worth, it's worth mentioning. A brilliant penalty. Was a great penalty. Um, calmness personified in, under so much pressure, um, and yeah, we, like Mark hit it on the nail on the head, mate. No goalkeeper, no goalkeeper no, saving that. Ella, Ella, Ella's made a great point in the chat there. Put that yeah, comment up there. If it Where was Mustafi it? on Kane instead, second one from the bottom. If it was Mustafi on Kane instead, football fans and pundits wouldn't bat an eye and agree it was a stonewall penalty. Yeah, I bet they absolutely. Would. Yeah, right, absolutely. Right. absolutely I totally agree. agree. Yeah. It's a great point there. Yeah. Yeah, it's a penalty. I don't know, like, you know what I mean? I've I just seen don't see how anyone says it's not. No, yes. it's unbelievable. When, when you it's see madness. penalties given from, from David Louise, right, <laughs> the fellow the fella of Southampton, right, when you see penalties like that given, why are we questioning that one? Just as simple yeah. as that, like, it's a penalty. Yeah. End of. Absolutely. Just want to bring this one in. The Lacazette, the Lacazette shot is completely irrelevant. If if Sanchez made that sort of tackle where anywhere on the pitch, the referee's given a free kick. Adam, Absolutely. Well done, Adam. Well, Adam, well done. Fantastic point. Um, let's have a look here Matt, now. Uh, Paul Nils says... A little bit tired, the ref, Martin. He was a little bit tired. Lacker got bundled <laughs> by Sanchez. Regardless of how bad the shot is, it's a penalty. Yeah. It's... We, we can sit here all night going on about right. this, but we beat him. <laughs> we beat him. Ah, I have that. <laughs> Um, that's all that matters. We beat them. So, obviously, a, a great result and a, a result that will fill us with confidence going into the game um, on Thursday. Thank you very much for all for watching, 500 of you. Um, wow, thank you very much. Just this evening. Thank you very much indeed. If you're watching on replay or just before you go, if you, you could all hit that like button for me, I'd really appreciate it. It, um, it lets us um, get noticed a bit more. Uh, on in the YouTube algorithm. So before you go, if you could hit that like button for me, um, I'd really appreciate it. Lee? Thierry Omri on um, um, on uh, Sky Sports, and we've got 500 people in the house. That's that's great, that is, you know what I mean? So well is done. He playing, is he playing for wolf, Wolves now, is he? Is he playing for Wolves? I, I, don't, I don't think so. I, he might well be. Put the shirt <laughs> on again, is he? No, he's, it's great to see him back, actually. Did you hear what he yeah, said to Jamie Carragher? He said he came into the studio and he said to Jamie Carragher, uh, uh, "Well, he said uh, great to great to be back here with Jamie, two meters away, like it was always like in the games." (laughs) 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 Absolutely brilliant, Um, Dan. We are Wednesday, Lee. We're back with a question of Arsenal. Yeah, no problems. So we'll see you all at about, well, I'll put the time out on Twitter, but it'll be about six or seven o'clock. So we're back with that on Wednesday. Thursday, I'm still trying to get something for you on Thursday. I'm having a day off tomorrow because my wife has got me up the ladders painting. Um, And Friday, Dan, we'll have, uh, oh no, Thursday, sure, we can't do anything. Oh yes, Thursday, what am I talking about? Thursday, four men and a mic. Um, our, 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 Our new show. We're not playing Thursday. Yeah. Is it not this Thursday? Yeah, we're playing Thursday. Yeah, six o'clock kickoff. Playing Thursday at six. Oh, it's yeah. six o'clock kickoff. Okay, well, if 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 we can get that show going, we'll do it. Um, might do it after. Might do it afterwards. And then, of course, Friday, Dan, a team talk. Yep, Friday at seven o'clock. Ask the West Ham preview for team talk on Friday night. So, so yeah, there you go. Four who shows. Who have you got on this week? Nigel Winterburn. He played for both. 
He did play for both. Man, no, Nigel can't make it. It will be. Oh. I think it's me and me and Dan, Dan the Lawless, the legend that comes on from oh. West Ham TV. He's a good lad. Um, good. So we'll get him on. So four shows for you again this week. And of course, don't forget tomorrow night for all the night owls or people that are in Canada and America, the same old Arsenal USA um, on live on our YouTube channel. So um, on we march to the top four. Ten games left. <laughs> it can still be done mathematically. Until we see you again, take care of yourselves and Keep each other. Dreaming. Keep dreaming. <laughs> Up the Arsenal. How are you going? This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.